If you have ever depended on the bus to get to work, school, or just to get around, I'm sure you're familiar with the headache that can be public transportation. With no fault to the transportation providers, unforeseen traffic patterns, public events, and severe weather conditions can seriously mess with your ability to get from work to home or uh, to, to just make it difficult to move around a city in general. But for those living in emerging market cities, Simply taking the bus, train, or subway can come with an additional myriad of challenges that seriously impacts mass mobility. Did you know, for example, that 92% of the world's largest lower middle income cities don't have mapped public transit routes? Think about that. No map to understand how to use the public transportation system. And with over 2 billion people within these cities relying entirely on public transport, we desperately require a solution that will empower those in emerging market cities to safely, confidently, and more accurately navigate their streets. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I will be talking with Devin DeVry, CEO of Where Is My Transport? a company that has developed a mobile application, Rumbo, that turns data sources into valuable mobility insights to more accurately map out mobility information for all of those people in need in emerging market cities. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Devin. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. And as always, I want to welcome all of our listeners and viewers. Um, I'm really excited to introduce you to Devin uh, DeVries, who is the CEO of Where Is My Transport, a company that has developed an application that maps mobility in emerging market cities, allowing citizens to confidently use public transportation while saving both money and time. So Devin, before we dive into you know, the complexities of navigating cities and, and uh, the amazing solution you've created, Tell us, what, what is it that motivated you or inspires you uh, to work on this, this challenge? Great. Thanks for having me here, Michael. And um, yeah, I grew up in an emerging market environment. I grew up in South Africa. And, um, you know, it doesn't take one to look very far to see that mobility is something that is incredibly important to society and to uh, making cities livable. And, you know, as I got to travel abroad, uh, I quickly realized the discrepancies between public transport in developed markets versus the experience back home in an emerging market. And I just felt really passionately about helping the billions of people who are entirely reliant on their freedom of movement and access to the economy and social activity, uh, trying to make that experience of public transport more reliable, better and easier. Well, I, I have to say, I, I share a passion for mobility, and in large part uh, because I see, and we use the term mobility most often to describe uh, transportation type mobility, and which of course is what we're going to talk about today. But I just want to underscore for all of our um, audience here that, you know, transportation 
and, and mobility in that sense is is really more than just moving people or goods even from one place to another. Mobility really does provide, as you were just alluding to, economic mobility. It's it's social mobility. It's yeah. it's about giving people access to whether it's a job or a school or a hospital or a doctor, whatever it is. And so you just can't underscore enough the importance of mobility in a city. And to your point, emerging market cities should not be excluded. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> so let, let's talk about, you know, the paint a picture maybe for us of, of what that experience is, that you were referring to growing up was like versus what it's like in a developed city. Great. So, you know, within an emerging market city, and I'm talking about the majority world, uh, so Latin America, Africa, Middle East, some parts of Southeastern Europe, even uh, South and Southeast Asia, public transport in these places tends to move about 80% of the urban population. And when you look at the mix of modalities within that public transport ecosystem, you will notice that while we have transport that is common to our developed markets, like buses and trains that run uh, according to timetables, you also have this very large grouping of transportation that we would call informally run transport. So matatus, rickshaws, dulladullas, uh, minibuses. It goes by many names all around the world, but it is common across all of these emerging markets. And while this transport still operates to routes, uh, you know, fixed and semi-fixed, uh, it doesn't run to a timetable. It actually runs to demand. And when a vehicle is at capacity or nearing capacity, then the vehicle uh, departs. But the challenge is because this gap in the public transport need is filled by a by the community um, and individual fleet owners, there is no central centrally available information. Unlike in a place like London or New York or Paris, where if I were to try and use public transport, I can use any number of these apps on my phones to, to see what the routes are that are available to me. That is the fundamental difference within the emerging market. While these markets are incredibly transport rich, they are also information poor. And information has an outsized impact on people's ability to access these various services. And so that's at the heart of the challenge that we wish to repair and, and, and improve. So give me a sense. I mean, you talked about the fact that emerging market cities are really the vast majority in, around the world. How many people are we talking that are struggling with uh, this challenge, this lack of information about options available to them um, on a daily basis? Within major cities and can I call it the immediate surrounds across emerging markets, there's about 2.2 billion people that are reliant on public transportation in order to make their way from A to B on a weekly basis. I mean, it's huge, right? I mean, there's yeah. no other word to it describe really it. Um, so in, you also, I want to just get a sense of the informal um, forms of mo- modalities that exist. It, in some places, that's, you know, the, the biggest form of transportation office, right? Oh, goodness. Across almost all of these markets, pretty much without exception, um, 
you will find that informal transport or informally run transport is the majority of transportation. So, you know, if I were to think about markets like Mexico City, Lima, Bangkok, um, there, you know, the informal transportation mix makes up 91% in Mexico City, in Lima it's about 95%, in Bangkok it's about 65%. But in all scenarios, you you find that the informal transportation is the majority of the overall public transportation options. And so this is my last question before we get into the solution here. But I think when most of us, whether in, in the emerging market space or in developed nations, think about transportation, uh, or you, particularly if you say the word commute, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is traffic and long commute times but from my experience traveling in in emerging market cities um my definition in boston of a long commute is is a cakewalk in in compared to some of these others can you give me a sense of just how big that struggle is um that that exists in emerging market cities i'm so glad you brought that up uh because that is one of the fundamental differences um, in a developed market where you have typically also more developed public transport networks and uh, intermodal connectivity between buses and trains and underground. Uh, the average person's commute is an hour in and an hour out, thereabouts. Uh, so we would often refer to this type of city dweller as a there and back again user. Hmm. However, within the emerging market context, uh, firstly, many people have multiple locations of work, so they're often having to make multiple uh, or change trips through through the day, and their average commute time starts at four hours and goes up. Oh. So most people's <laughs> commute is sitting between four and five hours per day on public transport versus an hour, maybe a little over an hour in a developed market. So the the amount of time is is uh, disproportionately larger within a emerging market environment. All right, so that's I'm still trying to process that. Um, I knew it was more how to that extent. I had no idea. So look, this this begs the question, what do we do about this? Right? How, how can we give um, people the greatest gift anybody can give us, which is time? How do we give that time back? How do we how do we increase that mobility so that um, you know, personal, family, wealth, and economic opportunities are more available. Educational opportunities are more available. What, what, what's the answer? What, what is? Tell us about where is my transport and and the difference you're making. Well, um, as the name might hint at, we really wanted to put something in the hands of people right on day one. Right? Uh, mm -hmm. How can we? create an application much like you will find within developed market cities where there is typically some kind of application, typically many actually available to you, where you can plan your journey from A to B. And within the emerging market, that's where we wanted to start. But what we quickly came to realize was you can't create a solution if you don't have any good information to provide to people. And so while the original you know, focus wanted to focus on an application. We ended up having to spend what has been five five plus years focusing on how do you solve the challenge of accurate, reliable, up to date information at scale. And so, yeah, our journey so far has taken us to 
over 50 cities across all of the emerging market continental regions. And through this work, we have built the definitive transit data sets for all of these cities that we have gotten to work in over the years. Well, as we've all heard, in the 21st century, data or information is the new oil. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's we talk about that usually more in, in corporate terms, uh, I'll say. But what you're talking about is putting information in the hands of individuals is just as valuable, right? It is. And I, it, I, sorry, I just, uh, you know, wanted to to add there. You know, you mentioned time, giving people time back yeah. as being something that is incredibly valuable, especially for somebody who's losing four to five hours on a daily basis just to make ends meet. And uh, I believe there's a, you know, time is really at the heart of what we're actually tracking in terms of are we able to shorten people's daily commutes? Are we able to uh, improve their quality of life? And the other measure that we also look at is people refer to as transport uncertainty. Uh, so the anxiety that you feel mm. being entirely reliant on public transportation within the context of an emerging market environment is completely different from what you may feel within a developed market environment. Uh, and just to paint a very quick contrast there, you know, within a developed market environment, if you miss the bus or the train, you can typically wait for the next one to arrive and you generally feel safe to wait there and know that one will be coming within a reasonable period of time. Within an emerging market environment, given the nature of the modes of transportation and also the quite varied levels of safety and formalization of infrastructure around the city, um, the level of anxiety and uncertainty that people feel in trying to make their way from A to B is much, much larger. And so this is where we feel information, or this is where we understand information can really have an outsized impact, both in terms of saving people time, but also putting a greater level of certainty and ease into their day. Not to say that it fixes everything, but it is an incredibly important first step. So we're quickly running out of time, and and I do want to ask you real quick because um, I have a couple questions. But I, I think I, I I've certainly understand the impact that you can have. But explain to to all of us how does the the person actually use this technology? What's the user experience? I guess. Right. So. From a where is my transport standpoint, at our core, we are a data product company that produces data on transit networks in emerging markets. We then provide that data to third parties, and those range from development financing institutions and cities who use it for planning and decision making, through to products and service companies who will use it for integrating ride hailing with public transit or for making their map and location experience richer and locally relevant. So that's about providing this data to third parties. However, what we've also started to do over the last call it two years is provide a consumer product directly into the market. And this product is called Rumbo. And Rumbo is really our answer to the challenge of a poor public transport experience within an emerging market. And it is built on top of all of the data, both 
transit network data, real-time data, and points of interest data that represents that informal economy that we try and bring together within this experience to give people an advantage, give them a leg up, and try and make their daily commute just a little bit easier and save them just a little bit of time. So you you mentioned that you're already in 50 cities around the world. You know whether it's somebody who's looking to see if their city uh, is fortunate to be one of them, uh, or if it's one of the third parties you just mentioned who said, this is data that we need. Um, how do people learn more about where is my transport? Well, you can go to our website at www.whereismytransport.com, or you can reach out at hello at whereismytransport.com, and the team would be all too happy to help. Fabulous. Well, Listen, I want to ask one last question. Uh, looking 50 years into the future and, and thinking that every one of the cities uh, that are in emerging markets, uh, or who, who may have already emerged by that point, we hope, um, that uh, the, the, they have access to this information. What is the impact that you envision for the individual the, or society as a whole? Well, I mean, digitizing all of this information is a terrific start, and I sincerely hope it doesn't take us the next 50 years. <laughs> but I would hope that many more of our transit networks, if we're looking 50 years out, are autonomous to some degree. They are hopefully 100% electrified and are much more energy efficient in that they are demand responsive. And this is actually one of the things that I believe emerging markets have pioneered in terms of informal transport is really demand responsive transport. And what is lacking is the digitization. While in the developed markets, we are creating digitized demand responsive transport. However, the construct is actually well bedded already within these emerging market environments. So I just hope that these networks become much more efficient and uh, continue to move an increasingly larger portion of the population from A to B. Well, you know, and as I, I'll end by saying this, uh, thank you for your time today. Um, but more importantly, thank you for the work you're doing, you and your whole team, because as you were talking, I, I mean, I have images of, you know, the, the single mother who is trying to raise a family and losing four or five hours a day, um, not spending time with her kids. What does that mean for the next generation? I, you know, and that's just one scenario of the many that have gone through my head. So on their behalf, on the behalf of all the people who whose lives will be transformed because they can get from point A to point B more efficiently, more quickly um, and, and more safely, frankly, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow 
is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.